people are more critical. Think before you wreck yourself. <laughs> That's right. In your marriage. <laughs> We're dating ourselves with those types <laughs> of jokes. Society's family unit is in crisis as less and less people are making the commitment of a lifelong partnership together. It has been normalized, encouraged, and easier than ever to just throw in the towel when the going gets tough. With time and a premium, start by spending 20 minutes per week gaining thought-provoking inspiration towards a journey of self-improvement, ultimately improving your marriage, your family, your health, and your home. Managing conflict is a vital skill in building and maintaining relationships. If you have been to relationship counseling, you've likely heard about John Gottman and the Four Horsemen. Today, we are going to start a series on the Four Horsemen and focus today's discussion on the first one, criticism. Yes. So welcome back to another episode of the Family Order Podcast. Just a quick review. We are putting this on video. If you follow us on Instagram, you're going to get the episode earlier um, than when it airs on your favorite podcast platform or on YouTube. So those come out on Mondays. So be sure to click subscribe. But if you follow us on Instagram, typically we will post it in two parts because IGTV only allows for 15 minutes, um, we found out. So <laughs> you'll be able to find both parts on Instagram a few days earlier than when it comes out uh, on the regular podcast. So John Gottman is a famous psychologist and professor who has worked for over four decades on divorce prediction and marital stability. Um, so we, I, well, I knew about John Gottman earlier than when we went into counseling, Ben, because of Ben. <laughs> so Ben has a master's in psychology. Um, and so he obviously knew a lot about that. And so it had come up in discussion and everything. But then of course the um, counselor that we had picked when we went into marriage counseling a few years ago uh, was a Gottman, uh, what do you call Certified it? counselor. I think yes. there's like a certification they get and the Gottman Institute I believe certify certain counselors. They have email blasts that they can send you reminders called the marriage minute. Um, just little small uh, tidbits that you can read about. And um, so they have books. Mm -hmm. There's, I mean, there's a podcast, there's all sorts of articles and other great resources. Instagram account follow too. So, and then also Catherine O'Brien, that was the author of happy with baby that we interviewed. She is also a certified Gottman instructor. So um, one of the things that he's known for is identifying the four horsemen, which helps with managing conflict in relationships. The goal is to replace them with positive, productive habits of communication. So the four horsemen is a metaphor depicting the end times in the New Testament, if you are familiar with biblical um, readings. So conquest, war, hunger, and death. The four horsemen here are used in communication styles. So these styles can predict the end of the of a relationship. Yeah, they're very negative. And once you actually learn about them, you're like, oh yeah. <laughs> totally. Makes sense. <laughs> Makes sense. So they are criticism, which we're going to talk about today, and then contempt, my favorite, personal favorite, um, defensiveness, and then stonewalling. Which one's your favorite? Favorite in terms of my favorite like, one to use? No, no, no. To talk about. Oh, to, to talk yeah. about? <laughs> Probably contempt. Yeah. I think criticism's close because I tend to see those two things the most but criticism especially um 
So yeah, I, I think contempt probably number one criticism might be number two. Yeah. So going back a, a few episodes, we talked about marriage um, as our one of our family pillars and one of our pillars of this podcast, which is to elevate one another to flourish as like partners. So right. talking about these four horsemen directly correlates with that. Yeah, it doesn't really quite fit in with elevating one another and edifying <laughs> one another to be better. Yeah. So that's some of what we're going to talk about today. And I think there's certainly a trend not just in relationships and communication styles in academia or the workplace or in family life, but there's certainly a trend um, sort of all over the place uh, that I've seen in recent years that slowly developed. And I don't know that most folks realize they're doing it, but I've certainly noticed it where people are more critical than ever and they almost view it as a virtue. And, and we're know, talking about marriage here too. I think just in sure. general, people are just more in critical. General. Just in general. But I think, you know, yes, at work, there's crit- constructive criticism and, sure. you know, sports and kids. We're talking about m- marriage. Like mm-hmm. if you, if you can handle criticism in all those other mm-hmm. ma- ways, mm-hmm. all those other places, why can't you handle it in your marriage? Yeah. Or, or <laughs> why are you more critical in your marriage versus at work? Mm-hmm. Um, so a good example of you know, what, what are we talking about? Why do we think it's, it's become worse is because it seems like it's an effort to tear other people down to then lift yourself up, or at least distract from your own personal flaws Mm -hmm. and to maybe make people think, you know, things you don't, it's really easy to sit back and criticize the work somebody did or something they said, you know, and then they may not put themselves out there either for criticism that's mm-hmm. a tough thing to do um so i think what's important to know is just maybe check yourself a little bit and, you know check think before you wreck yourself that's right in your marriage <laughs> we're dating ourselves with those types <laughs> of jokes um, so yeah i think my my whole point just basically to sum it up is just that i think that people are um, not realizing how negative they can come off because if someone's overly critical I don't really want to talk to them anymore. So if your spouse is overly critical, yeah, you don't really want to. Maybe you made a mistake. (laughs) Maybe you didn't vet that out. (laughs) So, but but remember that criticism is different than offering an opinion or a suggestion that that's constructive. So you might even voice a complaint that that needs to be. aired. Yeah, it's a tough conversation, and being critical can be done in a in a good way that's a little softer and maybe not so sharp because Mm -hmm. sometimes being too direct will have the opposite effect that you were hoping for. Hopefully if you're offering criticism, it comes from a good place to help someone improve or improve an outcome or a communication or something that's going wrong. You know, Mm -hmm. obviously you wouldn't be voicing a complaint if something wasn't off. Yeah. Um, so, so in, in regards to this being one of the four horsemen, it's, um, it's about something specific and it's an attack on a person's character. Right. Voicing you- a complaint is about, you know, oh, you didn't unload the dishwasher last night. Like, you know, like we needed to. So Damn it. that's, that's a simple um, complaint or mm-hmm. a simple instance of something that happened. This is about attacking someone at the core of who they are and tearing them down in a way to 
really just to be negative and to be hurtful. I, I, I know, again, I don't think people do it necessarily intentionally to hurt somebody. They don't sometimes realize that they're doing it, especially if they've come accustomed to doing it over time and no one's ever called them out. Yeah. You know, you do it over and over and over again. It could be just little things, mm-hmm. just little jabs, little criticisms. And then you're married and it turns into 15 years and 20 years and 30 years. And you're like, well, and the little criticisms add up (laughs) or or they could become bigger. Um, They can become a lot bigger Mm -hmm. and attack somebody at the core. And and sometimes there's misconceptions too. Just chipping away. Chipping away. So when, so like we said, when you criticize someone, you're tearing down the person versus raising up an issue. So a good example. Uh, So a, a complaint, we agreed that we need to save money. Right. And discuss expenditures to stick to our budget. So um, I was worried that our account was hacked when you used it on your way home. Right. That'd be to the, get Starbucks. That'd be an example of a of a complaint. Yes. And it may be right or wrong. That's not what we're saying. Um, maybe it, maybe it's about big expenditures versus a Starbucks because maybe that's being a little too. Who would nitpicky. hack our account for Starbucks? I mean, I don't know. No. <laughs> <laughs> but if you see a charge to somewhere in, in California or Maine, you probably know something's up. An Etsy charge. Yeah. So so a criticism, well, I don't know. All the <laughs> stuff we get online. Um, so a, a criticism by comparison is saying something like, you never think about how your behavior affects other people. You didn't forget. You're just selfish. Mm-hmm. You know, you're a terrible person. You're a liar. You're... It really tears you into somebody's character. You made us overdraft. I've heard that before. Yeah. And, and surely we've all seen examples of this in political discussions these days too. Mm. It's it's not about the issue. You're, you just start attacking the person, right? And tearing them down. So that's the, that's the difference. So usually it's not that black and white either. Yeah. Um, so there's a many shades of gray in between. But if you find yourself, um, you know, really seeing a lot of criticism in your relationship mm-hmm. don't jump to conclusions this doesn't mean that you're doomed to fail that everything is falling apart to think of a example lately am i just that perfect no i'm just <laughs> i know i'm real i'm really trying to think of an example like a you statement that was that's been used lately and i i can't you you have a better memory than me anyway you mean between us mm-hmm. yeah uh, i don't think we do that very much i think we have our occasional arguments and when you get into a you know a shouting match or a big argument yeah there's a lot of you statements well you mm-hmm. always do this you mm-hmm. never do that and that you know usually that's not true and always or never it's usually not that black and white it's not so much i guess maybe of a underlying like criticism horseman type of a thing it's usually like a different issue yeah entirely um so but that's something that we've worked on well yeah and i think that um you know i think that the criticism horsemen can Mm -hmm. really slowly creep into your communication your interactions and uh, you know honestly it leads to other horsemen entering the relationship this is kind of the gateway horseman (laughs) so this is sort of the entry level into the others (laughs) where um someone feels hurt they feel like the victim and this pattern can start repeating Mm -hmm. itself more frequently and then it can continue to escalate over time especially and if that continues to happen 
contempt, which is the next horseman, will develop. So, and, and just examples of what we would, you know, call out what you were asking about. I think it's just, it's probably happened more earlier in our relationship. Like you said, we've worked on it. I would say it's probably the really small stuff. I think by nature, you tend to be more critical. If I do a house project, the first thing you see is something that's wrong. Um, mm -hmm. And it's just the little, Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, thanks. That's great. Now I feel like crap. Um, That's that's a deeper problem called OCD. (laughs) (laughs) About some things, not OCD about everything, (laughs) but I think it's um, it's sort of that way with KJ. I think we we are critical of her sometimes yeah. when we probably need to dial that back just a little. I mean, is she really f- super forgetful and selfish and um, you know and lazy and all these things, or is she nine years old? You know, <laughs> so so we we got to remember she was eight years by herself as the mm-hmm. only kid. So we can't be overly critical and start tearing her down as a person making her lose self-esteem and self-worth but i you know and i would say having high standards is totally fine i mean it's it's <laughs> totally fine Did to have high standards. I have high standards yes yes you do <laughs> yes you do and things become expected at some point mm-hmm. and they're not really praised much anymore they just become the norm yeah um so i think it's just it's incredibly important that you communicate standards or boundaries or expectations or everything whatever whatever that is yeah go back to all the previous episodes but identifying (laughs) the horsemen is the first step to trying to fix them so the antidote for criticism is to use a gentle startup so (laughs) talk about how you feel first by using i statements right and express a positive need so don't use you statements that assigns blame you 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 so yeah you need to ask yourself what what do i need and and what do i feel right go back to our earlier example i felt scared or i felt whatever mm-hmm. and here's what i need it mm-hmm. focuses on me my perception and then what's needed what we agreed on what was the goal mm-hmm. not you always do this you 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 and many times, how many times have we had big arguments out there? Everybody can probably chime in. And then the next day you can't even remember what the argument was about. Yeah. It was literally became all about who was going to be more right and more wrong and pointing the finger. Who had the last so, word. That too. Which is our daughter. She gets that from you. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> There's a criticism right mm, there. <laughs> yeah, right. So example. So an example would be, um, you know, a criticism. So you always talk about yourself. Why are you so selfish? So the antidote would be something like, I felt left out in our discussion tonight. I had something important to bring up. Um, You know, can we please come back to that? And I can talk Mm -hmm. about a couple of the topics that I had. And think about this in your marriage. You know, I mean, are you are you away from each other all day, you know, or, um, if we had a more traditional me being a stay at home mom type of a role, you know, and my husband going out and working all day, you know, I'd probably would feel if you came home and just, you know, talked about your work and you and what you did today and stuff and didn't find value in what I did at home, you know, that, 
if I was like, well, all you ever talk about is work. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like you're more important because you work. Mm-hmm. That's not the way to approach that. It's more of, okay, what do I need? I need affirmation that what I'm doing is the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. You know, I need affirmation that I'm providing something for this family, maybe not monetarily, you know, financially, but um, I need to feel affirmed and, and, and needed and, and stuff like that. So um, that's not our exact lives, um, <laughs> but that would be kind of an example uh, to th- in the marriage part of it. So what's some criticism you've seen out there with maybe other relationships? Well, this week? No. <laughs> Today? <laughs> Today. <laughs> um, gosh, I mean, I, well, it's hard for me not to go into contempt. Yeah. Because when people true. criticize their spouses in front of you, that's contempt, which we'll get to next week. Um, so I don't know. You, you have such a better well, than I do. I would just say in general, I think that we've seen, and maybe we've come off this way in the past. I think we do a better job of this now. Um, but making sure that we edify each other and uphold each other when the other one's not around. And I think a lot of times, even without contempt necessarily, it's, it's so funny to me to run into, say the spouse of somebody else we know. Um, and, you know, maybe one's not, well, sometimes they are in the room, but <laughs> they'll just directly just criticize. I'll hear three things of criticism before mm-hmm. I hear one positive thing, mm-hmm. one, one positive. And I believe in uh, Gottman's research, he finds there's something like seven, seven positive interactions is what it takes to replace a negative one. Wow. So if you're putting a negative one in there, you've got eight, eight seven, eight positive ones. You've got to replace it with to, well, just to break three, even. So that's like 21. <laughs> Can't do so that. Math is hard. And math is hard. <laughs> so basically the point is, yeah. um, I think it's easy because we don't think it's that harmful. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, over time, just chipping away, chipping away. Yeah. And like we said, criticism is obviously the gateway um, because it, it leads to contempt yeah. and, the, and the other horsemen and stuff Absolutely. like that. But just remembering those, those I statements um, eliminates blame and doesn't put the other person on the defense right it, it puts them in more of a frame of mind of wanting to be like like a giver yeah because you know. if you come in attack mode put them on the defense right away that conversation might be doomed right <laughs> from the start so yeah yeah so this week's call to order is to come up with some examples of criticism in your relationship and uh come up with ways to simple ways for a gentle startup I can't read. <laughs> Practice it beforehand and repeat it when a discussion needs to happen. It can be a tough conversation to have, but a positive communication pattern will replace the negative interactions that you may be having. If you're ready for your marriage and family dynamic to thrive and not just survive, all it takes is 20 minutes or less joining us each week. It begins with a journey of self-improvement while you sit in the carpool lane, commute to work, squeeze in a workout, or get halfway through folding that laundry pile. Be sure to check out the blog at thefamilyorder.com and follow us on social media at The Family Order. If you're ready to start your journey, 
Be sure to click subscribe so you don't miss new episodes every Monday.